What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This podcast is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. The promo code is HAM and then the number one. HAM and the numeral one at MyBookie.ag. It's Ease.com and EaseWellness.com with the promo code HAM. The other playoffs, John, the other playoffs, the playoff for the number one pick. I was listening today. I called you because I'm listening to the NFL radio driving home from the airport, and I hear somebody has scored, and they're and they're going to tie the game but it's not clear who it is. And you said it's the Washington and the, it's the New York giants, New York, Washington game. And it's it's bill Callahan is playing for overtime. And I thought bill Callahan knows that he is not supposed to win this football game. I'm not saying he's trying to lose the game, but Hey man, there's a draft pick on the line here. Don't you dare do anything crazy trying to go for two to win a football game when we could lose at no T. So all that said, the Bengals wrapped up the top pick. Remember, there was a few years with the Bengals under Marvin. The Bengals were respectable. This is the Bengals how I remember them now, battling for the number one pick. If you had to guess, is there any chance he's from Ohio that Joe Burrow refuses to go there if he's drafted by him? Just does the, the Does Eli. the Eli, Elway. Yeah. Well... The Ohio thing, given his speech, did you see that after his speech, like $450,000 have been donated to his school or to the area? Or I've actually thought a lot about it since the speech. I have a hard time, once he kind of gave that line in the sand, just a kid from Akron type speech. Yeah. So it's I hard to then go it. double middle fingers to the franchise. <laughs> even though, since, even though the Bengals, to me, Cleveland's more Ohio. While Cincinnati is in Ohio, having been to one game there as an advanced scout, it's like right on the then the Kentucky Feels line. Like 
Oh, okay. You know, the, I, I don't know if it feels my like... Per, I'll tell you this. My perception of it, you tell me this. I've been to... Have I been there? Yeah, I've been there for a baseball game. It feels more like PA to me. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. I'm <laughs> not going to lie. Just that little area. I, I, I had a good time, like, 24 hours I spent there. I went out. I'd be shocked now that you're right. After the speech and just... If you're him, why wouldn't you have the view and tell them, like, I'll resurrect this thing? But as Carson Palmer told me, I thought that too. And then it just drains and wears on you. It's like, we just don't have the resources. We won't sign the fucking players. We just only sign shitty, you know, cheap coaches. It's just, it's an experience for some of these guys. Now, Carson was from USC, but this guy's been around Ohio State and LSU. He's used to no resource. But you don't, yeah, I will say though, like. You don't think like that when you're 20 years old. What was his senior year in high school? 16 or 15? Burrow? 15. Yeah. Yeah, he's been out for a little bit. So, while he was in high school, Marvin Lewis was winning 10, 11, 10, and 12 football games. When he, when was he, watching when he grew up, he saw that team be good a lot of times, yeah. Yeah, he saw, they went to, what, six? Uh, six? <laughs> they lost six wildcard games in seven years. Like, I, I bet he spent a They're lot like of time. like the Buffalo Bills of the wildcard game, John. John, they lost five straight wildcard games. So, there, there's a pretty good chance... I mean, there's like almost a hundred. And they were the first chance. play, and they won the division two out of those five years. Holy so there are many years when he said, you know, I think his dad's a, a was a college coach. Yeah, and clearly his like he spent a lot of time probably with his dad or his high school buddies watching the Bengals kick ass, right? Yeah, yeah. against like the Steelers and Ravens. So you're, you're right; he might not view the team like older people view the team. Marvin probably doesn't get enough credit for taking that team to the playoffs <laughs> five straight years. Guy won the division twice. Won the division twice. Steelers no, he won the division three times. And the Ravens three times. But no, that he won was... the division four times. What years? He won it in 05, lost the wild card game. Won it in 09, lost the wild card game. Went 9 and 7, lost the wild card game. Went 10 and 6, second place, wild card loss. 13, won the, won the division, lost the wild card game. 14, was the wild card team, lost the wild card game. 15 went 12 and 4, won the division, lost the wild card game. I think they say the best team was that 05 team. That was where Carson tore the ACL in the playoff game, remember? Camino, oh, K- K- Camino what's his name? Van Olaf. Camino Van Olaf. Yeah, I know. Terrible. Or, yeah, sucked. Um, yeah. Oh, you mentioned Chris Carson, CJ Procise, Dwayne Brown. They're out. Got that nailed away. NFC East. You have a preference here? Eagles feel more like a playoff team to me. They just have been uh, playing better football lately. Do you think that Jason Garrett flies home for this game? Uh, you're saying you would fire him and make a change for a must-win game? I was texting with our buddy John Goulet, producer for Colin Coward. Yeah. His advice was to leave him in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Big Cowboy. I, I think a lot of most Cowboy fans, I'd say 98% of them, couldn't stand Jason, right? Not because they don't think he's a good guy. They just think he's a bad coach. This is just, it's, an, it's a black and white business, and he keeps losing a lot more than he's winning, and it feels like this team should be winning a lot more. Steven Jones, this got retweeted in my timeline on like Friday. I guess he had said in the preseason, maybe at Oxnard, that he thought this was their most talented team top to bottom since some of the mid-90s teams. Oh, wow. And honestly, I kind of agreed with him. It's, I, I don't even think anyone thought he was nuts. It was like, yeah, this fucking team stack. 
I don't know how Jason Garrett really shows his face. I, I'd be fascinated. I might do this tonight. What did his postgame press conference look like? Like just a defeated man? Guy, they, they scored nine points today. Nine points. They did not score a touchdown. They did not score a touchdown. In a game where you win the game, you're in the playoffs. Against your so the last, bitter the rival. Last, the last play of the game, Amari wasn't on the field. And the explanation was they just rotated him out. I, I think that's a problem. With, Cobb. I think that's a problem with Jason. Is he just like he gets asked basic questions like, uh, "Why did you not have a guy returning the punt on this play?" And he's like, "Oh, just not the play call." Just like what? What? What are you even? What? What are you talking about? And it's one thing if you're going to be arrogant. Like Belichick would say the same thing, right? That's not what we want to do. But he wins a lot. If you're going to be just never give a good answer, and you lose a lot. It's a double whammy, man. Because I saw Sean McVay said after the game, and it was a weird spot for him. He was like, you know, we still got a lot to play for. And I'm just like, do you really? And he's like, we can still, we win this game. We 9-7. and seven. We have a winning season. We got a fucking lot of prideful guys in there. We got winners in there. Like, we don't play to lose. Like, just trying to, he's trying Try to motivate it, yeah. himself. And he realized, like, God, it's going to be tough. Because if you're Jalen Ramsey, like, are you giving it your all on Wednesday's practice? If you're the Cowboys. For the Cardinals, by the way. If you're the, if you're the Cowboys, how do you get a good week of practice out of these guys? They, they haven't been trying when the games mattered. You're screwed. It's over. And this is where you always said this, and it's right when you know you know, and you're better. And I think it works like this with coaches. It works like this with fucking girlfriends. And same thing for us, boyfriends. You're always better off just cut. I mean, when you truly know. Not like someone pissed you off or, you know, Jason has a bad game. But Jerry knew two years ago. And he just held on for probably the wrong reasons. Why? Because it was easy. It was uh, easy. PFT it was reports as of Sunday night that the uh, Cowboys charter plane uh, is not, quote-unquote, not viable to fly home. They are, uh, at the moment, delayed on a charter. I've never – they're delayed on a charter. Well, it happens sometimes. Yeah, but it's not like weather. It's there's a there's a plane issue, so they're sitting there. Well, Jerry's not on that plane though. He flies separately. That's right. Wouldn't you if you were an owner? Why would you? I'd only fly home with the team when we won, when it was fun. Any loss, I'm flying home by myself. That's, That's right. how yeah, I'd yeah. operate. As and even then, as an owner, I just fly by my home by myself and have fun by myself. Would you ever fly on the charter? Uh, yeah, probably. None of no one really I think, does it though. I think now this doesn't really. But I you was are in theory pay, you you are paying for it. So you're like, <laughs> I was thinking about this today, John. It probably applies the least. It probably it applies the most in basketball, I think. But I think the richer that the players get, the more valuable an owner that can talk to players and have the players, not the players respect Mr. Owner because they're the owner, but can truly make the players feel like they care about them, the more valuable that owner is going to be. Because at the end of the day, there is nobody, not the head coach, not the GM, that can really tell a guy who's making several times what he's making what he should be doing. Now, again, this mostly applies to, to basketball, there aren't, you know, but it apply. It does apply to baseball, kind of. But the, 
football probably the least. But I think as time goes on, it'll just apply to football too. Eventually, their average salary is going to be five, six million, and that most guys are making. You know, it's like is George Kittle gonna? George Kittle's gonna be underpaid at ten million. Like it's still ten right. million a year. So at the <laughs> end of the day, Joe Lacob and Steve, like Steve Bomber, taking a bus to go see Paul George. Like at the end of the day, Paul's gonna be like, yeah, that's man. the that's the richest guy I know. My, yeah, load management, like whatever, dude. You got to sell the tickets, and then it's up to Steve Bomber to be like, well, we have a relationship here, right? Like, I'd like for you to play in this game that I know doesn't. Whatever, I'm not saying that's the yeah, situation. No, I know, I know up. what you're saying. You're, you're saying that they have the the higher level owner you're going to have is only going to make for higher level operations. Yeah, 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 and specifically because as time goes on and the players get richer and richer and richer. The, there aren't that many people that can financially look them in the eyes and say, let's have a, a conversation. Is this a shot at Mark Davis? It's not. It didn't come from that at all. <laughs> I don't even remember. I might have just woken up on the plane, and so I was like in an in-between space but the, when I started thinking about why this was going to matter. Um, was your plane flight like 45 minutes home? Yeah, there were a couple delays. Oh. <laughs> is there any worse feeling than being delayed and all you want to do is get home? Here's what I would say to the airline companies. I think what's great is like you get an app. You have an app, and it tells you your flight's been delayed. Yeah. The problem is when your flight starts boarding two hours before the like fourth delay, and there's no update on the app. A couple people didn't almost didn't make the plane because they started boarding the flight, but didn't like the app never updated. Your flight's now boarding because they said the flight's not going to be till twelve twenty, and then they boarded it at like ten forty. So it actually wasn't delayed as long. It, it well, it got to, yeah, it kept getting delayed. It got delayed like four times by like 30 minutes. Don't you just sit by the plane? No, because in Burbank, there's no spit. The terminal oh. is so small. Oh, I got you. There's if no, you were in a big airport, what would you normally do? Yeah, normally I would sit right there. I'm, I'm not, going I guess, there. if it's an NFL Sunday and you're like, there's a restaurant, I can go watch some games. Yeah, but it's crack. You know, can you imagine how mad you'd be if you missed it because they just they told you it was 12 20 and then no one updated you? I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely lose your freak. mind. Yeah. Even though I, one thing I think everyone should aspire to do, and trust me, I'm, uh, for the majority of my life, had the shortest fuse you'll ever meet, is when you can get rid of the short fuse guy and just be like, you know what? We'll figure this out. Mm-hmm. It's easier to live life. It, it, it truly is. Not get so angry. Like, just think about Belichick. How often do you see him truly lose it? He never does. Now, for a long period of time, I think he's lost it. But these last he's, 20 years... He feels like he's an gotta, internal fumer, though. Yeah, but again, you can... Hey, we're going to figure this out while you're internally fuming. It, it does matter. Try to yeah. try to not freak out as much, people, as we get to these holiday seasons. And be nice to everybody. Well, I'll say this. I've been using be, this one lately You know, be kind to people, guy. Be kind That's to good. people. I've been using this one in traffic uh, a lot lately. I just say to myself, peace, man. Like in that same voice. Hey, peace, man. You know, someone does some stupid shit. Like, what the hell is this guy doing? I just go, peace, man, in my head. Just for myself, not for them. And it works. It's been working. I had one now, the other day that I did yeah. a couple FUs back and forth. Yeah, I know what happens. Yeah, and then I realized I could progress. tell the guy, was, you know, his construction worker, it was late. He, he looked kind of drunk. You know. Oh, you just, wait, you you said it like out the window? Yeah, I rolled down. Because, I mean, sometimes like, hey, motherfucker. And he said it back? Yeah, he's giving it right back. We were going at it. and then, yeah. But then I always get to the point and realize... I don't want to fight this guy. And let's say this guy has a... Like, I'm going to lose. Like, wh- where's this going to go? Just a couple FUs? If I had my unborn fucking little John Jr. that was six years old, would I want him seeing this? Or like you said, peace, man. Have a good day, bro. <laughs> Just that, that might be my new tactic too. Peace, brother. Because I got honked at twice. Like, I almost ran into him because I was 
merging as we're going through a light. I, I don't even think I came close to him. But again, maybe I did. Maybe I was in the wrong. And I dropped a couple FUs with the middle finger. He gave it right back. And then we ended up at the same next light next to each other. So I mm-hmm. gladly rolled down and started just screaming, you know, some Harbaugh, what's your deal? Or Pete, what's your deal, bro? Type yeah. things. And it's just so stupid. It, it, it gains nothing because I'm super angry. And I, I just realized, you know what? This guy's like a Twitter troll. Just angry at his life. He's got to go home now. He probably doesn't like his wife. Maybe he's saying, I don't even know this guy's deal, but he's just furious at the world. And I'm acting like I'm furious at the world too, but I'm happy. I'm going to pick up Rubio's and grab myself a burrito. I just got mad for no good reason in the middle of this light screaming at each other. So I don't did you see the Twitter poll I had on Friday? No. On Thursday. I was flying and there was a argument that sounded just like the one you just had on the plane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. I, 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 saw, I saw that, yeah. This guy is talking very thick Russian accent, talking, it's a, you know, it's like an 8 a.m. flight, 7 a.m. flight, 7.30, talking very loudly for 45, finally the guy in front of him, this guy's talking to his wife for 45 minutes, loud. Finally the guy in front of him absolutely snaps. And he starts talking loudly to his buddy, man, I need a drink. I'm going to need a drink and a smoke. This motherfucker behind me just will not shut up. You know what, man? You're pretty rude. And then they just start dropping. Fuck you. No, you shut the fuck up. No, you shut the fuck up. Why don't you shut the fuck up? And then, of course, the guy's wife tries to get involved. Is this, like, like echoing throughout the plane? Well, it's a very small plane, right? It's like two by two. You know what you realize when you're not in the situation and you do it? And road rage, for the most part, it's usually a one-on-one situation, right? So you, unless you have your you know, Alyssa or your friend or whatever in the car. For the most part, it's only you knowing that it happens and you usually don't tell anyone about it if you feel like an idiot after. When those happen in public though and it's not you, you realize how dumb everyone looks, right? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. So imagine if you could get visuals on every two people individual road rage incidents all across the country all the time, you would just die laughing about how it, they both look oh, like idiots. I was, I was just <laughs> cracking up. I know. The flight that, attendant that, either didn't hear or didn't want to know. And fi- the part that made me crack up was the one guy, who, the, the, the guy with the accent who had been talking a lot was like, just grow up. And the guy who was angry just goes, Jesus Christ, can I just get 10 minutes of silence? Just 10 minutes. Why did the guy want silence so much? Well, this guy, I, because this, I think just this guy was loud. Like when the, when the flight attendant did the announcements, this guy was louder than the flight attendant on the announcements. And it's 7 a.m. or 7 well, was he? Right? Who was he talking to? His wife. He was talking to his wife for 45 minutes on the flight. Oh, so you could hear everything that guy was saying to his wife. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I heard him early in the flight, and then I just kind of was doing my own thing, tuned him out. I stopped hearing him. But in that guy's defense, he was like right next in front to him. of him. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you, you haven't had your cup of coffee yet, it's an early Friday morning, you just want to strangle this guy. Maybe you're a smoker and you haven't been able to smoke, right? You're yeah, just so the anxiety's flowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, you forgot to pop the, you know, the Zoloff or the And then, the you know, it's a small plane, so you have to stand by the plane to wait for your luggage. So everyone's got to stand there. Oh, you know, yeah. It's like, are you just going to stare you just going to stare at me all day? It, you know, it's, it just it, so it's still it was contentious when they got off. Yes. But it, but like, just it, it had kind of settled. Was one but, guy dramatically one of them bigger than like the other I guy, to, or anything? I have to say something. What's that? Was one guy bigger than the other guy? Uh, the guy who was doing all the talking was a bigger guy. Yeah, the guy telling the guy to shut up, or the guy talking really loud. No, no, the guy telling the guy to shut up was a smaller guy. Yeah. So the guy, the big guy, Plus, talking Russian really is intimidating. Loud. So you yell "f you" to the guy who's talking Russian, like yeah. 
Russians just a I'm ready just a brawl and language. Yeah, you know? it feels like a mob movie or something. Um, that's all I got. I'm yeah. ready for dinner. Steph, you haven't Googled Steph? Uh, I, I'm I'm just pro penis shot. Like it just I I I I guess it probably mattered when we were growing up and the it's People magazine. Now, the yeah. I I really think it couldn't be any people under forty guy. I think are so numb to everything that I almost tweeted this out. I'm like I don't even care to take make me really care. It would have to be Steph's been naked because they had a swinger party where Tech Tycoons and Jimmy G made a cameo. I'd be like, okay, that's getting my... No, add add cocaine-fueled. Cocaine-fueled. Something like that. Yeah, where where Aisha was with Jack. That'd be the at Jack. You know, sit like that. Guy Fieri. Yeah, but if you're just like, Steph's penis. I'm like, yeah, he's got a penis? Like, what... What am I even supposed to say? Like, who cares? Like, okay, it's penis. Okay, it just, I, I think that stuff used to matter a lot. And maybe it's just the numbification of porn. To, okay, by Instagram, of people I know, and I'm glad they do this because it entertains me. And again, we clearly like looking at it. But Instagram's borderline porn. Of like people you went to high school with, some of the shit they people wear. Again, I'm not complaining. But I just think my mom, when we went to Hawaii was kind of shocked by how often girls, especially probably like under 40, like the bikini, the new bikini is not covering that much. Like a lot of chicks just wear thong bikinis now, just to normal beaches. I'm not talking right. like nude. I'm just talking normal beaches. At the pool, you just got ass out. And that's yeah. just the new normal. So now, yeah, someone walks down the street in a bra, it's it's offensive. But at poolside, it's a whole different story. Well, exactly. I never. Yeah, it's like uh, so I can see the boob, but I can't see the nipple. Like, think it's just these social norms are just like, oh, Steph has a. Penis. I will say this: I went to a Joe and the Juice once. It's like a coffee place. <laughs> never and heard the, of it. The the girl at the register was wearing just a bra. I swear to God, no shirt, and it was transparent, basically transparent. It was like sheer. And I'm just like, what? am I not? Am I supposed to look at you? Am I not supposed to look at you? How, what was, we're in a we're in a coffee shop. What is going on? Is this San Francisco? Obviously. Yeah. She have hair under her arms. No. Again, I, I just don't. I, I just think nudity's we're all God's children, right? <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas. I got one for you. This will take thirty seconds. I think you'll like it. So. Uh, I went to four basketball shoot-arounds on Saturday at Staples Center because it was two games. How long was your day Saturday? First, uh, I got to Staples at like 8.45 and got out of there around 8.30. Uh, and uh fucking day. Here's what I really loved. Like a lot of the guys in their bios, probably half of the players lift, list LeBron as their favorite guy. One thing that a lot of... Almost all shoot-arounds end with everybody taking a half-court shot. Yeah. I, I was, it made my heart freaking warm to hear how many guys would take that half-court shot and go, Kobe! Like, to me, that is such a part of Kobe's legacy. And when you think about it, it's not even a compliment. Because <laughs> what does it really mean? It's like you're taking this crazy shot. But that's when you step, nobody goes, nobody goes, think about that. Nobody says Jordan when no, they throw he took the normal little, shots, guy. The normal, the little pat that you say Kobe. Did you see the video that went viral yesterday of him talking to his daughter? No. They're at they're at on the floor of like Nets Celtics. Mambasita. 
Yeah, and he's just... You could tell. One thing, if you notice, Kobe's still, Kobe misses it. He's coaching high school basketball. He goes to a ton of basketball games. Anytime Oregon's anywhere near him, he goes watches Oregon, men or women, but definitely the women for the one chick. Anytime that his daughter is willing to go, he takes her. Like You can just see it on his face. Like, I, I, need, I need back. I'm getting juice. You know? <laughs> he misses the shit out of it. But there was this video that went viral of him talking to her, and she nods, and she says something back, and then he keeps explaining. And er- literally every person quoting it, like her, whatever her name is, like Keisha, whatever, it's like, you do understand, when we get the ball, we shoot. And every single person fucking with him is writing like, then her response is, but dad, what if there are other opens? And then he just, shoot, shoot, shoot. Everyone makes fun of him. Just He just shoots. He's the greatest ball hog in the history of sports. Because he was great. But his legacy is not a great teammate and a fucking ball hog. Like I don't, no one really thinks Michael Jordan's a ball hog. He's just a, the elite player that shot a lot, but it wasn't like Kobe was a whole nother level. Again, Kobe's even though he passed on to me. Ron Art, he passed to Ron Artest for a big three, just like Jordan passed to John Paxson, just like he passed to Steve Kerr. Well, and like Michael, Kobe is a winner. You know, he's not yep. a loser. You know, he's not Harden or Russell or any of that. He's a winner. So I, I, I make fun of him. I think. You could, the good thing with Kobe, you can make fun of him while respecting him, where it's harder to do. Like It's hard to make fun of Russell Westbrook and like respect no him doubt. as some great But when player. you say Kobe, you're not making fun of him. You're no, saying, I just, wish I could make the shots that Kobe made. Yeah. <laughs> kind right. of tongue-in-cheek, though. They're taking half yeah, It is. Shots. You're right. It, it is. It's not, it's not Kobe. It's Kobe. Now, in fairness, like... Like, this shit's crazy. How long until they're saying Steph? Like, Steph shoots crazy-ass shots. I don't know if it'll... I don't know. It's a good question. I, that's what I was kind of... I thought, like, maybe it'll change by now, but I don't think it... I think that's... There's only one fall-away 35... Do you, do you see any basketball bios list Clay or Draymond as their favorite players? Um, I don't see... Yeah, yeah, yes, is the short answer to that is yes. I mean, there's a guy for San Diego State that shoots... That changed the shot to look like Clay's. I do see a lot of like Draymond. Just, you would like the versatile players, big. Like, who do type. I play like Draymond? It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like okay. It's like who's your favorite? What, what kind of defensive lineman do you want to be? Mean Joe Green. You know they just say that whoever the guy yeah. is. Draymond, like, you're averaging six rebounds a game. You're not Draymond. <laughs> but I mean, look, you could have worse idols. Well, the coach probably tells you like, listen, we need you to do all the little stuff. We need you to be Draymond Green. Doing the little stuff. It's not really fun because for the most part, you can't become a star like Draymond. Your team's got to win big. It's just harder. You know, Most kids aren't going to aspire to be Draymond Green. Even though you, if you are get to Division One level and you're playing at like St. Mary's, if you do become Draymond Green, you actually could make a long living playing basketball, even if it's in Europe, whatever, just fucking doing little shit. Like someone has to die for balls. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 